listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Here's your host, Billy Sticker. All right, well, today we have on the show Dr. Tabor Smith. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for letting me be here. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we've known each other now for 10 or 11 years. And Long time. Yeah. We, we run in the same circles. We go, you know, you were uh, on the cruise, on the Cairo Candy cruise with us. And hopefully you'll, awesome. be, hopefully you'll be on the next one. Uh, we don't have absolutely. a date yet, but we will get that uh, hopefully solidified within the next few weeks. Um, nice. But one of the things that you said to me, I think we were at Rubicon in Atlanta mm-hmm. a couple of months back. Uh, and it really made me feel good. But, you know, we have a lot of relationships in the profession, but there's a handful of us kind of in our, our core group where we really do feel like family. And whenever yeah. you said that to me, it really made me feel good because I really felt the same way. So absolutely. You're uh, my brother. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate that. But you have some yeah. amazing stuff going on. Um, and Thank I remember you. whenever you really first started talking about this, when we were down in Puerto Rico, Um, and then just to see where you're at right now with it, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what's going on? Sure. Absolutely. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to do that. Um, uh, yeah, if anybody out there listening knows me over the last decade, I've been trying very hard to share the concepts of spinal hygiene with the masses. Um, and it's just, it, you know, it's been a lot of work over the years, but it's really coming to a head and, it's really starting to explode right now. The movement is really happening. Um, uh, we've joined forces, and I'm extremely honored to collaborate with uh, the largest chiropractic school in the world, Life University. And we are launching the first ever certified spinal hygienist program out of Life University. And so I get to tell everybody about that today. Um, it's If you know me, I, I am a... I, I want to grow chiropractic. And I know a lot of you, this is right why you do the podcast. It's why there's a lot of people out there doing what they do every single day. But I believe spinal hygiene will grow chiropractic unlike any other thing we've ever presented or brought to the masses before. Um, if, if I can give you a, a quick example of how dental hygiene grew dentistry, because sure. in, the, in the early 1900s, dentistry was not the profession that it is today. Basically, they were just, they they pulled teeth all day long. Um, And dental hygiene exploded dentistry into the second largest healthcare profession in the world today um, by doing this, by creating an awareness that if you don't take care of your teeth, they will rot, they will decay. Um, If you look at just the statistics, there's a Gallup poll that shows uh, 94% of Americans brush their teeth on a daily basis, okay, every single day. Now, that large number and a, that huge awareness of dental hygiene extrapolates to uh, 50% of the population visiting a dentist regularly. So 94% of people brush their teeth regularly, 50% of people visit a dentist regularly. Now, let's take the statistics of chiropractic. If you looked and you said, well, how many people practice a spinal hygiene exercise on a daily basis? The numbers would be just uh, less than 1%, I'm guessing. Like um, nobody practices a spinal hygiene exercise on a daily basis. And then if you extrapolate that to 
how many people go to a chiropractor regularly? I've heard numbers like 2.7%. I think that was actually a Gallup poll. Uh, even if you thought it was 5 or 10% of people who see a chiropractor regularly, the numbers are very, very low. So less than 1% of people doing a spinal hygiene exercise, you know, less than 3% of people going to a chiropractor regularly. Imagine if we had numbers like dentistry. Just imagine if we taught the population to do one simple spinal hygiene exercise on a daily basis and we could say – that 94% of Americans did a spinal hygiene exercise on a daily basis. You know what that would do to the amount of people that actually visit a chiropractor regularly? It would explode. I mean, chiropractic schools would be full to the max. We would need more chiropractors to be able to help people. And I believe that's possible if we'll all come together and just start teaching these concepts of spinal hygiene. And so we've created a, a free mini course uh, that, that doctors and uh, st staff and CAs, this is not just for chiropractors, but the chiropractors and, and their staff can go to and they can opt in at spinalhygienist.com. And you'll be able to see that. That is a site that uh, is linked with Life University. And uh, they can opt in for three free trainings on that, on those concepts, start building that in their practice, and then learn more about the full spinal hygienist program as well. Tell us a little bit more about, um, about the full program. Sure. So this is an intense program. This is, uh, Life University doesn't put their name behind anything that's not absolutely complete and authentic and and they're not going to give you just a little sheet of paper that says you watched a video right as a certification right. so there are um there are six sections of this program that are mandatory that 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 they're watched there are about 10 lessons per section and and overall there it's about two to four hours per section so you're looking at probably a 20, 15, out, 15 to 20 hour uh, certification program that's online videos. We do track the uh, watch time on each video. Now, the cool thing is docs can get CE credits for those videos and for the time that they put in there. Um, and so those six sections cover everything all the way from back to the basics, because remember, you, you know, there's CAs, there's students that will be going through this program. So we're going to be talking about anatomy, physiology, the nervous system. Sometimes doctors, when they will watch these videos, they may feel like they're in chiropractic school again. Um, but I think this is a good thing because, you know, a lot of times we expect our staff to just you know, know everything that a chiropractor knows, be able to talk the talk, speak the speak. And, and if we could send them through this program, they can begin to actually do that because we start at the basics. But then we actually build up through concepts that are not as common knowledge, um, like exercise science. We talk about why would we prescribe exercises? How do those exercises change the, the physiology of the body, the posture of the body? Um, what exercises are most effective and efficient? Because we can't just prescribe a million different exercises for everyone. Yeah, everybody should be in the gym two or three hours a day, but is that going to actually happen? No. We want simple and effective just like the toothbrush. So we, we narrow that down to what is the most effective exercise we could do, takes the least amount of time that our patient could do on a daily basis and have no problems with doing that and sharing that exercise with their family. Let me tell you, if, an, if brushing your teeth took an hour a day, Nobody would do it. It never would have taken off. It never would have went viral. Um, if you had to have a prescription for a toothbrush, 
right? You couldn't, you had to go to your dentist, get a, get a prescription every time you wanted to go buy a toothbrush. That would have never taken off. It would have never went viral. We have to make sure that these exercises are, are generally healthy for the spine. They're also simple and effective and they're, and our patients are able to implement them. So there's a lot of thought and a lot of, um, you know, processes that went into creating these videos and these trainings. Um, we'll take it from there through the spinal hygiene, uh, education all the way to the science philosophy and art of chiropractic, because we want, again, I, I've, I've been, you know, privileged to speak with interview and even train with some of the most successful chiropractors in the world have the biggest chiropractic practices in the world. I'll tell you the practices that are the most successful are also the ones who understand chiropractic philosophy the best. So we dive into the science, the philosophy and the art of chiropractic, even in these modules as well. And so it takes everybody through the beginning all the way through the end. Um, and it's just an entire educational process, but that's not even it. That's just the certification part. Those are the first six sections. We also have some huge bonuses that come with this program that they're not mandatory that you watch to get the certification, but they will teach you and your staff. Uh, the first bonus that comes with it is my lunch and learn program. So, you know, I want to teach your staff. I want to teach you these principles, but it would do no good for you to just stay stuck in a room and not share them. So we want to teach you how to, how to share these principles with your community, how to get out there and do more lunch and learns to be able to share the concepts of spinal hygiene and in turn, bring more new patients into your office and grow your practice. Um, there's another bonus that's in this, uh, this program that's uh, in office workshops so that you can start setting those up on a weekly basis and teaching your patient, your, your current patients about spinal hygiene. Uh, my spinal screening program, which you know is probably one of the most utilized spinal screening programs in the entire profession. I've been working on that over the last decade. It's been updated several times throughout the decades. Um, and, uh, I mean, if not, I know thousands of people have been through that free spinal screening program, but hundreds and hundreds of offices have actually used that program. All of that is in there. And then we have an entire patient education resource center where you get waiting room DVDs, uh, handouts and flyers that are centered around spinal hygiene, um, high definition, professionally shot uh, instructional videos on each exercise that we recommend that could be sent out to your patients. It's just, it's a huge program, which I know sometimes can be a little bit overwhelming for doctors. Um, but it's a huge investment that's going to pay back extremely well in it for anybody who goes through this program. So where do you see this program? I mean, is it more for the doctors or is it more for their CAs so they can get their CAs certified? I mean, great question. I, whenever you're talking about this, I'm kind of picturing, yep some doctors wanting their staff, maybe to have mm -hmm. some staff get certified in this Absolutely. and then their staff actually teach some of these workshops in yeah. office. And I think that's where eventually it will go. I think if you look into the future, it'll be a lot of times like every office will have a spinal hygienist in their office and it may be the office manager or one of the rehab techs or a CA. Um, I think in the future it'll be mostly uh, those. But right now we're really trying to market it to doctors because this concept of spinal hygiene, unfortunately, is not even known in, in the chiropractors yeah, that's uh, in our, in our profession. Um, and so we want, we want the chiropractors to go through this program first and then send their, their staff through. Now, if they don't have time, by all means, just send a staff member through and this will benefit your practice and you won't have, you won't have to do a thing. But, you know, I'll just tell you about a survey that I sent out recently to my list. And I asked chiropractors if they practice spinal hygiene. Well, only 40% of them, uh, actually, 
yeah, only 40% of them said they'd do something that they would consider spinal hygiene. The other 60% said um, they definitely didn't. Um, of the 40% that did practice spinal hygiene, I asked them, you know, what all they did and I asked them, um, you know, what did they do? And so there was, it was all over the board from yoga to just getting adjusted to stretching, which is all great, right? We should definitely be doing all that stuff, but there's not a core common knowledge that we can present to the public. You know, everything's so different. It's just, well, I exercise. And so I think that in itself and this program getting to the masses will help us centralize our message. And it's something we can all agree with, you know, that the spine should be in a good alignment. It should move through a full range of motion. The muscles around the, the spine should be strong and fit. That, that's basically what we teach in our program and the exercise that we teach do that. And then we took those 60% of chiropractors that said they don't practice spinal hygiene. Um, and we asked them, well, what is spinal hygiene? And uh, you would have, I mean, just a lot of them didn't know. They didn't understand. And then the answers we got back were absolutely different all across the board. Now, let me ask you this. What if we pulled a group of dentists and we asked them, what is dental hygiene? I guarantee you we'd get an answer back from almost 100% of them. Every dentist in the world would, un would know what dental hygiene is. So as chiropractors, I feel like we should know what spinal hygiene is. And not only that, but every dentist in the world would probably give you a pretty – similar answer. They might differ sure. from, you know, from dentist to dentist slightly, but there's going to be a pretty similar answer. If you ask all chiropractors, what is spinal hygiene? It's going to be all over the place. It's going to be crazy. So no wonder we've not been able to unite yet and bring a common message. We can't even build an awareness yet that you should take care of the spine or it's going to decay, which it will. Spinal degeneration is the single biggest healthcare problem to face the human race. In my opinion, it's the number one cause of disability. Spines are degenerating at younger ages in our society, if we don't do something about it, then, you know, we're going to be in trouble. Somebody is going to have to, if chiropractors don't, some other profession will. Yeah. You said one time, if our spines were visible, more people would take this serious and get adjusted. Yeah. And, yeah, absolutely. And actually do certain protocols. Well, well that's why we call it a silent epidemic. Um, because you can't see it. You don't know. Nobody knows that there's a problem until it's too late and you're already, you know, phase two, phase three degeneration, you're thrown into the medical system, you're on pills for the rest of your life, shots, surgeries. That's why they don't do anything about it because it's a multi-billion dollar industry for them. Uh, why would they want to implement some type of preventative measure for that if nobody's even worried about it right now? Um, and so I, that's why I think it's our job to be able to to show people that uh, it is important to start doing this early. We already do this for our kids for dentistry. We teach them to take care of their teeth. This is what we need to be doing for their spines as well. Yeah, it's very good. I, I remember um, whenever I used to work in office for a chiropractor, I did our day ones and our day twos and financials and all that. But uh, – Oh, we had a, we didn't do group reports. We, you know, there's all individual and, uh, on the day two, I would walk in and we did films on everyone. Um, and I would shut the door. They were always looking at me, you know, you know, Hey Billy. And I wouldn't even say hi. I would just look at them. And the first thing I would ask is when is the last time you had x-rays of your back? And they would just stop. You know, it's some uh, a few years or never, and they, they just had this. Yeah. You know, like, well, what's going on? What? Oh, we'll, we'll actually we'll cover that in a minute. Anyway, how are you guys doing? And then we sure. would just get into it, and then we educate them on that. Um, but you know that that education was the first they had ever heard of any spinal degeneration, right? Nobody's right. familiar with that. 
I took my kids, uh, the twins, I remember um, last year because there were three uh, to the dentist and the first thing they did was x-ray their teeth. That was the first, I mean, we just, we got in there, they set up the x-rays, told them what we're going to do, boom. And they were three years old. You know, you tell somebody that you x-rayed a three-year-old spine and they freak out. So that's a great point. Yeah. Good point. Well, very good. Well, what, what else can we do to help you get this message out? You know, I just, I appreciate you sharing the podcast. I, I encourage the, everybody to funnel towards uh, spinalhygienist.com. That will take you straight to the free um, mini course. And then at the end of this course, we really want to educate people why they should be in this program and also give you some great tips and strategies you can use today to start implementing in your patient education. I've seen spinal hygiene in my own practice just teaching spinal hygiene and the concepts that we teach in this mini course uh, has increased my compliance. So more people finishing their care plan. Then it's increased my retention. So the people who do their home care, they're the ones that are going to sign up for your wellness plans after your corrective care. So it increases retention in your practice. Um, Dentistry has known this for a long time. Why do you think a dentist teaches you to brush your teeth? They don't make money giving you a toothbrush and floss, right? In fact, if you didn't brush your teeth, you'd probably be coming back to them more often, right? So why would they take their time to teach you to brush and to floss? Because they know the person who brushes and flosses on a daily basis, that's their lifetime patient. And that's what they're trying to build in their office. And I'll tell you the exact same thing true. It can happen in your office in chiropractic. The person who does a daily spinal hygiene exercise and understands this concept, that's your lifetime patient. And you can continue to build those lifetime patients and be that expert of, of spinal health and wellness for your community. And it'll grow your practice. Not only that, but in this mini course at, uh, at spinal hygiene, spinalhygienist.com, uh, the third video, I'll show you exactly how I set up Lunch and Learns my eight-step system to setting up more lunch and learns in your community so that you can take the concepts you learn in video one and video two and begin to share those uh, concepts with the community right away. And this was great. You actually talked about this um, on the cruise. That was one of your lessons was, and it was one of the best lessons of the whole, uh, the whole cruise was, was that talk. It was fantastic. Very um, valuable. Thank you. Great insight. So, uh, well, very good. Thank you so much for being on. Uh, anything else that I can do, just let me know. Uh, and I encourage all the listeners, um, anybody watching, uh, you know, on Facebook um, or on the podcast, go to spinalhygienist.com. Uh, share this with, you know, other people in the profession. And I think you're right. If more and more people were aware of the issue, it helps everybody. Yeah. It helps you know, everybody. We, so. Sorry about that. You know, we... Um, as a society, we're always trying to build awareness. There's awareness campaigns for breast cancer. There's awareness campaigns for autism. Well, we need to start bringing some awareness campaigns to spinal degeneration because it's the most silent, most dangerous epidemic that is is facing our nation and our, and our world today. So, Well, I think you're making a huge impact, and um, I'm excited just to be able to, to help what little bit I can. So thank you. Thank, thank you, brother. All right, man. Thanks for being on today.